This episode is brought to you by Noble Pet Foods. No nonsense, no bull. Go to noblefoods.com, use promo code DOGTALK15, and they'll deliver dog food to your house with Noble. Welcome to Talking with the Dogs. I am Liz Murdoch, and I am so excited to have Gail Martz on our show today. We are going to talk not only about her new book called It's in the Bag, which I have become a big fan of reading it and highly recommend. We are also talking, she's the founder and creator of the Sherpa Bag, which many of you probably already have. And those of you who don't may have one soon for your dog or cat. But Gail, I am appreciative. She's coming from Paris. She's in Paris right now living. And she is here uh, to talk about her business and how it got started a bit so that those of you who are interested in getting started maybe with your own business so that you can be with your dog or cat more. Um, we've got some great tips. Gail, welcome. to Welcome. Thank you, Liz. It's my pleasure to be with you. Thank you. Thank you for making time. I uh, want to start off with people. I was telling a friend yesterday that I was going to be chatting with you and she actually knew you by your name. And she said, I said, oh, Gail Martz from the shirt. And she goes, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have the Sherpa bag. And so for those of you, you normally we talk, I talk about my interviews with dogs, with my animal communication or I talk about what dogs want people to know. And this sort of goes into the topics that come up in animal communication often that dogs are, do not feel comfortable in their cars or people are concerned. How, what does my dog think about flying? Gail has a solution that uh, I want to tell you about. So Gail, tell us about the Sherpa bag for somebody who's just like, well, what's that? Why do I need to know about the Sherpa bag? Well, the Sherpa bag came after the dog Sherpa came in life. So Sherpa the dog came and there was not a pet carrier in the world. And there was not a soft-sided pet carrier in the world. There was the hard plastic carrier. Right. So I, I had this great idea after shopping the global marketplace and seeing, you know, that there did not exist a soft-sided pet carrier. And then Sherpa the dog uh, was the uh, namesake, my muse. And and so I had the uh, I, I had the model for the photographs. I had the dog that helped to work with all of the different things I had to do in order to start a business. That's conditional love you're going to get from that dog that's going to help you with whatever you're doing. And that was what Sherpa gave to me. So in, in your book, you talk about when you got th- this puppy, you had an instant knowing right? Your own intuition, animal communication at work, whether or not you were trained in it, but you said you had a knowing that this was the puppy for you. Can you tell oh, us about that? Exactly. What was that like? Well, it was, I have a picture of the first time I, I had held her and she was there with me and she just became a part of me. Mm-hmm. And what you want with your human animal bond cat, dog, that they become a part of you. So it's what Sherpa did. She became such a part of me 
And, and that's really, well, how can I take her? Because there wasn't a bag that existed in the world. And then I had been in the handbag industry and I it also in the fashion industry. And then I, I just knew that there had to be a better way. And so you were trusting your gut in your business too. You just knew, but you didn't just create a bag. Like I'm going to make a nice bag. You were paying attention because I have, you know, two different ones that they're so well-made you paid attention to what Sherpa would want or any dog, not just, Oh, a nice looking stylish bag for the person, but also that would meet the needs of the animal feeling secure and comfortable. Oh yes. It had to be, uh, First, it had to be safe because that's the number one thing we always must consider with everything we do. Then it had to be comfortable. And then, of course, it had to be stylish because that was the way I wanted it to be. I was living in New York City. Sherpa was my dog. And then, well, how could I take her with me? I put her in a tote bag, but there wasn't ventilation. Right. So that was work properly. And then uh, it, when the book, which you have just recommended, thank you so much for doing so, talks about how the uh, I had driven across country because at that time you couldn't get a pet on a plane. Right. So I couldn't fly cross country. So we drove cross country, my mother, Connie, and myself, uh, who also was my business partner in building a global brand, which the Sherpa brand is. And we drove cross country and I shopped the marketplace. The marketplace at that time was basically, what did you have? <laughs> like very few pet stores, right. not like have like the Petco and the Pet Smarts and the different, you know, that they were just coming into the. We use cardboard boxes to take our pets to the, I now I remember it, a cardboard box. <laughs> yes. With whole circle holes. Right. Exactly. That's and right. so then it was in, you know, I was in the luggage industry as well. So in the luggage, the soft sided was coming into the luggage market. And then I thought, well, why can't we do a soft-sided pet carrier? And so I, I had this great idea, which I said that you know, idea means absolutely nothing. And you have to lay a very strong foundation. And the first thing that you really want to do is totally research the marketplace, the global marketplace, because it could be... And, uh, well, there's China, there's Australia, there's Florida, there's the, you know, it's all over the world. Search the global marketplace. Well, there was a void in the marketplace. So I guess the best thing that you can do is fill a void and build a better way so that you can take your pet with you and they're comfortable, they're safe. And then, of course, stylish just fits it. Well, stylish. It's also highly functional for the person. Cause I have had, I've had dogs and cats my whole life and a, a traditional cat carrier, for instance. And it's the same. I have not had a little dog. I've flown with a cat, but it, it doesn't cat. matter, but you can't put any, they don't have pockets. It's just for the cat where you zip it up typically, but yours actually have pockets on the side that you can use as like a human tote bag as well. I noticed that. 
Well, that's really what it was, was because, you know, being in the handbag industry and loving, you know, bags, I really had a thing for bags and just, you know, I would really research the market and look at things and I needed to be functional, very functional, functional so that it could be used for, uh, well, here's the zipper that they go in and out of in the front. Here's this up at the top that you can reach your hand in and comfort them. Here's the pocket on the side. Here's a pocket in the back. Everything was organized so that you would be organized when you were taking your pet with you. If the the biggest amount of people would be traveling by car. But when I started, the void in the marketplace was on a plane. So I marketed myself as the alternative to the hard plastic carrier. Well, you, you certainly succeeded at that. So one of the things that I love, I mean, it's not just about, you know, trying to sell more bags, your bags are really about prom uh, promoting the human animal bond so that people can actually take their animals with them and not worry about it. It, it creates a nice option. Like I live in Los Angeles and I typically leave honey at home because I never had a Sherpa bet. Like I never really thought about it. She's safer at home. But when I got my Sherpa bag and I put her in it, it was like, oh, I can take her places. And she loves it. And what that does besides being a nice bag for the dog is that we can be with the dogs. Like my brand that I'm building is with the dogs. And the whole idea like you is that we want to support people being with their animals, because when we are with them, we are not worried about what's happening. I mean, I talk to dogs as an animal communicator all the time and people are concerned, is my dog okay? But when we know, oh, she went with me, now she's fine at home. We already had our outing or I could bring her with me so I didn't have to worry if it's an appropriate place. And I love that, that these bags make that possible and that your mission is not just about the bags. You've sold plenty at this point that you, I like with, as with your book, that you want to help people figure out how we can be with our dogs or with our cats, especially as it's post pandemic. So um, touching on that with people who, okay, I want to know how you built a company. I, I, I make dog treats for anyone who's listening and you want to be with your dog and, and you have a, an intuitive gut feeling like you did. It was based on observation too, about there's no um, pet traveler. You're going to create this company. I'm like, what tips do you have for somebody who's sort of dabbling on creating a business? Well, I think what I think what really is important in life, as I say, in the one thing is I think you should do what you love. So when you choose what you love and you love what you do, you're doing what you're really meant to do. But you you must research the market and the research is so much easier to do in this day and age with our Google or computers or anything that we have Safari and this and that there's so many search engines out there research everything globally and make sure there is a void in that marketplace and then build a better mousetrap as they had said so you know not that we have to have a mousetrap around but that's a horrible analogy but it was used that it you know was, it was very con in the olden days right we talked yeah. people would talk about that yeah 
Yeah, so forget about those. They don't have those anymore. Uh, but you you really want something that is totally uh, what what your vision is when you have a vision. You know, mm -hmm. you can aim. You know, I come up with these ideas. It's like, well, here it is, three in the morning. Well, it's okay. It's three in the morning over here. Well, it's nine hours ahead of where you are. I live in California when I go back. And uh, it's like I'm nine hours ahead, but it's three in the morning over here. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, well, get out of bed and stop thinking and write it down. So that's exactly what I do. And we have these iPhones and iPads and things like that. And you could be anywhere and you can write anything and then you've got it with you. So what you think about is what would I really want to do in my life? Mm -hmm. And what is stopping me from doing it? What would I? That's such do? a great starting point. I, I have answered that. I'm doing that. I'm talking to dogs and cats and uh, creating products, you know, with the dogs. But, and I like that. And I'm grateful. And I'm grateful to people like you with your book. It's in the bag to help people start a business. So I hope some of you are thinking about that as well, who are listening, like, what would I really like to do that will enable me to, cause that's what this is about. And you wanted to spend time with your dog. You did not want to leave your dog behind when you were traveling across country. So that was oh, not an option. No, it was not an option. It really was not an option. I would not leave uh, Sherpa. It started with Sherpa, the dog. And so, you know, I was trying to think of what am I going to call this bag, you know, but it had to be called the Sherpa bag. And it was named after Sherpa, the dog, the Lhasa Apso that came into my life and totally changed my life. Yeah. And you say that the minute you knew about the minute you, you met Sherpa. So I'm wondering about Sherpa in terms of now what knowings that you get from Sherpa or how Sherpa, not, not Sherpa, Coco, who you now have Coco, how Coco might influence any of your business decisions or life decisions. Do you still get knowings from your dogs? Absolutely. You have another dog in California that just not to leave a dog out who didn't travel with you. Cartu is in California. Cartu is the jet setting loss also, but she didn't want to jet set because for a, a 15 year old dog times seven is 105 years old. And she said, I'm not interested. I've done it so much. I just don't want to go three hours before the hour and a half, two hour drive if there's not traffic, you know, right. traffic. And then the flight, and then this, and then the delays, and then the customs, and then the traffic. And she didn't have to go. So she's being taken care of, she's loved. And, you know, I'm in communication with her. And if I will say to the people that are with her, here is what you tell her. And you tell her that I love her and I will be back in this many days. And she is my best big girl. And when she knows that, she knows that. So you talk to your dog. Isn't that what we're talking about? Yes, it is. And I, I never thought about that is that, you know, many of us, whether or not we feel comfortable, I, I obviously feel comfortable and you do too, but some people don't feel comfortable saying that they talk to their dogs or, or their cats. But when you say the exact words, I think that's a great advice in your notes to your dog sitter, 
use these words with my dog because my dog really responds to I love you or whatever the words are in your home and your relationship. Leave those as notes. That's what you're saying you do. Oh, yes. Of course, a dog is going to respond because they're so familiar with that. Yeah. And do you want to go like, okay, like Coco is here. So it's like, I, you know, I'll tell her before because I want to make sure everything is taken care of before we go out the door. Okay, we're going to be gone for a long time today. I want to make sure where you know what's a long time. Now, here are your pads, you know, that she knows where they are and we're going to be gone a long time. And it, it was just very brief, but so you get them ready to go by talking to them and preparing them. And then once they see the bag, the Sherpa bag, well, I mean, she's already diving into her bag long before it's even time to go because she really wants to go. So here's another thing. I, I talk with clients a lot when we talk about crates. And I know in some places, you know, some pe- crates can be controversial. Some people think they're mean and, and all of that. And other, and my dogs, he's loved it since he was a puppy and we keep the door open all the time. He goes in and out when he wants his special place and he's in it daily. But the Sherpa bags are another great way, especially for the little dogs to, for people to use those as a safe spot for or cats in their homes. And then when they travel with them, they can just pick them up and they're They're already used to them. Do many of your people use them that way for every day? Oh, yes. And that's recommended when, like, I remember when I was living in New York city and I, you know, went over to someone's home and they had a Sherpa bag, but it was in the closet. I said, no, that is not what you do with a Sherpa bag. The Sherpa bag must sit out on the floor so right. the dog or the cat can go in and out of it. And you know who is asleep in her Sherpa bag right below me is Coco. Okay. So she can go lay on the pads or lay on the floor or do whatever she wants to do. But they have that den environment that they love. And when we right. go back to how it started with the wolves, you know, how many millions of years ago and the caves and the den environment and and this is a den environment for the cat or the dog and they love that they feel safe they're comfortable and you know they're not so concerned about being stylish but that just fits into the picture right right well that's great i i really like that um it's you know, it's not just a bag. It's in, I I think at this point you sold so many of them. It's like, yeah, you get this bag, but if for some reason you can't get a bag today, at least know that creating that safe space for your animal is really important and your animal will appreciate it. Um, the other thing that you said is about talking with your animal and, having other people who are helping it know the words that your animal responds to. So I love all things, um, talking and caring for your dogs and cats. So Coco and wh- what kinds of tips is she giving you now? Do you, can you share anything that people might like to know? Well, the, the one thing is she knew that we were having this interview today. I said, is it- important day today because we're going to have an interview I want you to be a pretty girl so you know we had to do a little grooming session before Uh and 
get that ready so she could be the pretty girl. And that's very important when you have a dog or a cat. And the thing is, is you want to teach them, you know, you want to be able to clean their eye, make it so soft, so gently, so that it's a pleasure for them. And then when you comb them and you brush them, you make it a pleasure for them as well. Like when I would uh, tell Cartu, I'm going to make her a pretty girl. And then I just lay the towel down on the floor and then she'll go and she'll lie down or lay down. You know, I always get that confused, but she does it. And then she's like so happy. And then I can make her a pretty girl. And mm -hmm. that's once and she knows that so I think it's very important that you start with the calmly softly making it nicely talking to your pet to tell them because they're watching you to see what are you doing right oh okay oh you're getting dressed now Oh, okay, we must be going somewhere. Oh, I'm going to dive into my bag, you know, because I really want to go too. But you know, we're not ready to go right yet. I would like you to drink some water before. I'd like you to take care of this before. And then when we're ready to go, you know, it's like, but talk to them and tell them. When we were going to Paris, you know, the preparation before is to prepare everything before because it does take a lot longer now prepare so you're it, talking like 24 hours with all the stopping and the waiting and everything oh well no but i mean if you want to travel overseas and then you've got to do the documentation right yes arian you know everything that you have to do and you have to allow for the time even though you know when you're coming to the uh from a domestic to an international destination they need other forms filled out so that takes even longer because then it has to go through the uh, united states department of agriculture it has to have a stamp on it so you really want to familiarize yourself with traveling with a pet so how simple it is today, just Google it, Safari it, put in any of your search engines and see what you can find. And it's all there for you to read. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's, you know, people spend so much time preparing to travel with, you know, with, or even without their animals, but if they're not taking their animals, they're still researching it. But from what you're sharing is, it's a great reminder that don't forget to talk to your animal about it talk to your dog explain what's happening and you know i talk to dogs all the time and people the people who are most relaxed are i find about their animals are those that feel comfortable talking even if they don't understand how it works you know science is still coming on board and finding new things and studying this intuitive animal communication yeah. and even if you don't understand it and, and you're agreeing and, and you have, have worked with so many people and, and major corporations supplying these Sherpa bags, like through Petco and, and all that explaining to the communicating with the animal and looking out for what makes them comfortable makes a difference. Big difference and preparing them because if you're planning on going on a trip, well, it, let's just say a trip. I'm going to the pet store. You know, I'm going right. to go to pet. 
going to go and you want to take your pet with you. You want them to know everything that you are doing because there is nothing that they cannot see that you're doing because they're watching you. Right. And they're assessing our body language, just as people talk about doggy body language and, and what does it mean? The dogs are doing that to us too. Yes, exactly. So you, you must always talk with your pet. And then when you're going on a trip or you're doing something and you want to talk with them to let them know how long this is, well, this is a three month trip. We're going to be gone three months. So then you're going to be, you know, we need to have this ready and then we have the food ready and you want to make sure always wherever you're going that you know the veterinarian that will be at that location. You don't have to know them, but you must locate a veterinarian that is a reputable veterinarian because that is one of the most important things that you can do. And of course, uh, Coco, uh, we have the veterinarians over here as well. In fact, I have two. I have one that I had started with, with Sherpa the dog. So so Sherpa the dog came first. Right. Then uh, the uh, Kimba, I mean, Sune came second, the Coton de Tulier. And then Cartu, who's 15 mm -hmm. now. And then Kimba. And now Coco. So I, I have two dogs, but this veterinarian knows all my dogs and has been with me the whole. Oh, and then I, special. I have another one that I would have two because if you need something special, let's say for car two, I need the dermatologist veterinarian that also does the dermatology. They do everything. These This one uh veterinarian uh, location here in the hospital and this and that, they do every single thing. They're, they're right across, it's called the Cirque d'Hiver. They treat the animals and they're right across the street, but they know how to handle everything and they have everything that they can uh, do for the dermatology, for the eyes, for everything. So you, you must really know where your vet is going to be. Make sure that you have found something in case something does happen. Not in case it does happen. You're going to have to have papers and everything. So you need a veterinarian. Very important. Mm -hmm. In case of emergency is good. And well, for anything, ready for everything. You don't get on a plane without a document saying that you're going on a plane with a pet, you know, so you have to have documentation. So I did it before I left and I will need it when I go back because then go in through customs and then you show them, you, you will show them the documentation because you have to mark it on your card. Are you traveling with an animal? Yes, I have a small dog. She weighs three pounds, you know, <laughs> and they'll ask that. So you have to really just do it the right way. And, and just, it's so easy now, really just research on uh, any of the many sites that are out there in the world. Well, I think it's a good reminder too, to just always know who your vet is. And, you know, people have been so busy that, um, you know, with the pandemic in the States, you know, if your vet's busy, you know, have a backup plan. If you don't want to have to wait six hours, or if you know, you know, we'll just do a little plug for that. Ha always have your plan up to date of who can help you in case of emergency. Well, yeah. It can because when we all went through what we went through and then they were closed, right. you didn't get in 
or you didn't get in the pet was picked up and got brought in so right. it was we've been through a time together and i think it brought uh, there was an article today in the new york times uh it, how many people adopted pets how many people brought in pets and what the benefits are for the dogs it was the dogs but cats are the same you know cats and dogs but a dog is different and a cat is different. So you decide what fits you best in your world because it really adds so many benefits to your life. Yeah, I think a lot of us, we got through this pandemic um, better than we might have had we not had an animal with us. That's what the article was saying as well. And there's so many things written about that and the benefits are huge on having an animal. So it's interesting because... I know there's a lot of people that are first time, you know, whether they're pet parents or whatever they, however they define themselves, mm-hmm. that they don't know about a bag and taking their animal with them. And how do we, how do we take our animals with us? And are you seeing an uptick in interest and questions in, you know, these bags for not just travel on an airplane, you, you initially created them for long-term travel, but just for going out and about a safe way to take them, I would think that people are are probably interested in, oh, I didn't think I could take my dog with me when I'm going to be gone for three hours. And they don't, we don't have to worry about separation anxiety as much if we have the right carrier. Yes. And the thing is, is that's so important. And, you know, when you're in a car, it's all about safety, which I pointed out to you on the Sherpa bag, you have the, it's called the wheel safety strap so that they can be seat belted into the car seat, which they need to be so that they're not a projectile when you have to slam on the brakes and they go, you know, smashing through the glass. That isn't what you want when you're traveling with a pet. Right. I don't want you know, when I see dogs, their heads hanging out the window and they're breathing the air, that is so dangerous. It's very, very dangerous. And it's not good for the pet, you know, because there's all of the debris flying through the air that can get in their eyes as well. So they need to be secured into the seat and they have harnesses. They have so many products available for as an animal communicator, I get that from the animals. And I had one client who it was a family and the kids said, what does she think about the car rides? And I was like, um, let me see. And I go, Ooh, well, I was talking about a dog, what it was showing me. And it's like, she, she likes going out with the family, but when your mom drives, she says she sometimes slides. I got this image and the little, the boys went crazy and they're like, ah, oh, she does. She, she, and the dog slide would slide across. And I go, she doesn't like that. And, and they, they were sheepish and it was like, oh, wow. But they verified it. And there are quite a few dogs that will share that they don't feel secure in the car. And I've come to understand based on all these conversations with animals that, Sometimes it's not going to the vet that they don't like. I mean, people will say, my dog doesn't like going to the vet. It's like, they don't like going there because they don't like the car ride, but it might be a way more positive experience if they felt secure in the car. So by the time they got there, it wasn't like getting off a roller coaster. So very well said, because you want them, they must be secured. Now, look what they did with seatbelts. So yeah. 
have to wear a seatbelt. Now look what you have to harness yourself in, right. fasten yourself in. That's you. You've got to do it for the pet as well. It's imperative. Yeah, it makes a difference. Um, you know, safety. I know people say, oh, well, my dog likes it. Well, you know, that that may be your opinion, but if you work with, you know, whether it's me as an animal communicator or anyone else, I, you know, we can all vouch for you that we have had instances where animals have showed us in whatever way that they don't like certain aspects of the car ride itself. And, you know, one dog might prefer the back seat strapped in a certain way. Another one might prefer further back or on the floor, you know, but you're right. Having them secured in the safest way makes a huge difference. And as you're sharing with us, there are products on the market that make it easy to do. And, you know, the, the animals actually like them. Honey likes hers as well. So uh, what else, anything else you want to add to this that we haven't touched on? Well, I want you to be able to take your pet wherever you go. So if we all work together as a community and we help each other and we keep spreading the word about the human-animal bond and the benefits that they bring into our life, we can one day be able to do that. We're not there yet, but we can. Bit, bit by bit. And I love how you echo also about, you know, you know talking to our dogs with intention. That oh. is you know, let's just, whether or not you understand it, folks, I hope you'll, you'll be motivated to do it a little bit more for whatever words or situations work in your home, because the two of us who work with lots and lots of pets all over the world, I I was in Paris when, when COVID started, I haven't been back yet, but uh, yeah, wherever the animals, dogs or cats are in the world, they all have similar needs, just like people. They want to be safe. They want to be comfortable and they want to connect with us. And so, you know, I'm Liz Murdoch with the dogs and we've got the Sherpa bag gal Martz encouraging you to spend time with your pets, take them with you when you can. It doesn't have to be separation anxiety all the time at home. They can actually go with you and it can be a very positive experience for both, right? Well, you want to talk to your pet, talk to your dog, talk to your cat. You must. It's like they're listening. They're waiting. They see what's going on. So they are really tuned in to what you're doing. They are. Well, thank you so much for sharing your time with us. And it's in the bag, how to turn a passion into a new business. I hope that those of you who are looking to spend even more time with your pets, I am able to work at home. Gail travels uh, with them as she can, or she'll take one, but she's built a fabulous multi-million dollar business because she followed the guidelines in her book. So I know there are some of you out there who would like to do the same thing with a passion of yours. It is possible to find a job that allows you to spend more time with the dogs. I'm Liz Murdoch. Gail, thank you so much for being here. I will share your information on how people can, where they can get, I mean, they can go to Petco and get a Sherpa bag. They can get They a- can find. All they have to do is enter into the search bar, the Sherpa bag, Sherpa bag. That's all you have to do. It's available. And it tells you right where to go. Yeah. So there's all different kinds. You find what's right for your dog. If you can't. Yeah. 
you know, that's okay. If, if it's, if there's not the one right for you, we want you to keep your dog safe, but I got to tell you, I, I love mine and I love the bag. And I look forward to hearing from any of you, uh, what you're going to do with your pets, um, wherever you go. So thank you so much. Stay tuned for next week. Bye. Thanks. Ready to find out what your dog wants you to know? Visit talkingwiththedogs.com, book an appointment with me, and we'll find out.